Hi, I'm Christy Hurt, the founder of The CoLab, which is a member-led, inclusive, global networking community for fashion, beauty, wellness, retail, and consumer luxury professionals. I started this group in the midst of the pandemic when I realized how many of us in this industry across the world were looking for pivots and next steps. I know when I started my career, I wanted more mentors and I needed more people to lean on and to learn from. So I hope you will listen to our stories and learn from them. Every Tuesday, we'll have a member interviewing another member and on Thursday, they'll reverse. So stay tuned for the next episode and be sure to hear both sides of the story. Thanks for being here. Hi, my name is Cameron Huban, and I am here with Hazmik Manassian today, and we're going to learn about her career and her career path. Hi, Hazmik. Hi, so nice to be here. Uh, do you want to start out by just telling us a little bit about where you are and what you do? Yep. So, you know, as you mentioned, my name is Hazmik. Um, I am located at in our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., and I currently work as a remote talent acquisition coordinator for AHA Recruiting Experts, which is a recruiting firm based out of Florida, and I've been here for oh, cool. just a couple of months, since May. Oh, that's cool that you're in D.C. I, I think maybe I saw that earlier, but I had forgotten. Uh, did you grow up there, or did you move there? Did you grow up oh, in Oh, goodness. DC? Um, no. I, <laughs> no, no. Um, so I actually, I was, I was born in a small town in Armenia, which is a country, yeah, a country between Europe and Asia. It's a very small country. Um, and my father got an engineering work opportunity in Chicago and moved my mom, brother, and myself to the Chicago suburbs when I was about oh, five, I think, at the time. And so, you know, growing up was definitely a big transition of, of assimilating to this new American culture, but also respecting and keeping my Armenian heritage strong. I remember my parents would always say, speak Armenian when you're, you know, at home, because obviously we only spoke English at school, which, so that was really hard because I was so confused growing up, but it's, I think, you know, I'm so grateful for it now because I do speak both languages and but yeah, so that's, and then I recently moved I guess it's not recent. I've been here almost two years now in D.C., but it still feels so new. <laughs> I mean, I jumped from Armenia to Chicago at age five. I mean, that's mm -hmm. really cool. I'm really impressed that you are able to keep your Armenian heritage and that you speak Armenian. That's that's amazing. And Thank you. went from Chicago to D.C. Um, did you go to college in Chicago? I did. I did. So, you know, being first generation immigrants, education has always been something that my parents emphasized for both my brother and I. Um, however, we didn't have, you know, the financial resources for me to be able to go to that four year university of my dreams, which was actually USC, <laughs> University oh, okay. of Southern California. California. Yeah, yeah. And so but layered on top of that, I also lost my father very suddenly before my senior year of high school. So 
you know, all of my college plans kind of went down the drain at that point. So, you know, I went to a community college for about um, two and a half years. I got my associate's degree and then I transferred over to Elmhurst University, which is a university in uh, the northwest suburbs of Illinois. And I got my bachelor's in interdisciplinary communication studies, but my focus was HR and I minored in business. Wow. I'm Mm -hmm. really sorry to hear about your father. Oh, that's, thank you. I appreciate it. That must've been um, super difficult. And I'm sorry to hear that it, it changed the course of your, your college path. Um, yeah, it's one of those things, you know, where we, as much as we try and plan, uh, especially college and, you know, a career, things happen where we just have to adjust. And, and it really brought my family very close. So although it was such a heartbreaking, you know, time and continues to be, of course, um, I, I got so much closer to my mom and to my brother, and we've really continued to have a great relationship even after. So, Oh, that's really beautiful. And were you able to find some joy and enjoyment in college, even though it was, it was different than you, had, than you had planned? Did you like what you studied? Um, y- y- uh, <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> I was, you know, I, I worked full time and I went to school full time. I I put, I pretty much put myself through most of school. And so I didn't really have time to enjoy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I, I loved HR. Um, So, you know, the community college, that was okay. I just did it to get it over with. But when I finally, yeah, I got to my final couple years and was honing in on, on a degree, you know, in HR, I found that that is something I enjoyed doing. So yeah, maybe yes and no. (laughs) Yeah. Well, working full time and taking a full class load is, I mean, super character building for sure. And really Absolutely. takes mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of um, time management skills and a lot of um, just a lot of hard work. Um, and a lot, you... <laughs> a, lot and a lot of coffee. A lot of coffee. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, and so getting out of college or graduating from college, tell us about your career path. Like how did you love HR? What did you, what did you love about HR? Like what drew you to that? And how has how, yeah, how did your career kind of evolve? Yeah, you know, if it's all right with you, I'd, I'd actually like to backtrack a little bit even throughout college and even yeah. a little bit through high school. Um, so my passion has always been makeup and makeup artistry. And oh, so cool. I, got, I, I know, right, a little different. Um, I got my makeup artist license when I was in high school and would do freelance makeup jobs, you know, mostly for my peers going to homecoming and prom. And I got to work on some weddings and bridal parties as well. And when I transitioned to community college, I actually got a job at Sephora and I worked as a sales associate. I think they called it beauty advisor at the Mm -hmm. time over there. And that was great because, you know, I love Sephora and Mm -hmm. I continue to support the brand, even though my husband would probably like for me not to as much. (laughs) 
And so, and it was great because it was a retail position and it worked well with um, like a college schedule. So I would go to school in the morning and then I would, you know, go to work later in the day. Mm-hmm. But I kind of realized towards the end of getting my associate's degree that I wanted to work in a, in a more professional environment. Um, And so I got a job as an administrative assistant at the front office of a manufacturing company. Totally new for me, never worked in an office. And yeah, and so I did that for about two and a half years. And I got to kind of grow and learn what it's like to work, you know, with different softwares, technology, uh, in in a more professional environment. And and then I transitioned to the university that I got my bachelor's at. I started to take a few classes and kind of fell in love with HR, which is a little cliche, but that's what it was. And for my degree, I had to complete an HR internship. And so I went back to the, the job I had as an administrative assistant, and they were kind enough, the HR manager was kind enough to let me complete my internship through them. And so I was responsible for creating this safety guidelines, like training presentation for the production floor. I was able to present it to them and train the production floor on, you know, everything that was on the PowerPoint. Um, It was kind of at that point that I knew I wanted to continue a path in HR, which kind of led me to work as a full cycle recruiter at a staffing agency here in D.C. and now, you know, a talent acquisition coordinator. That's really cool. Um, What about HR um, like lights you up? I think just the um, the ability to speak with and build relationships with all different kinds of people. Um, you know, for example, when I was working at the staffing agency, I was working on mainly entry to mid-level professional openings, you know, your administrative assistants and an entry-level legal position. So I was working with these recent grads and um, even students at like these wonderful universities in the area, you know, George Washington. University, Georgetown University, American University. And I was just so fueled by what all of these candidates were telling me. They were so hungry, so ready to get out in their careers and and start working right away and, you know, and make a path for themselves. And and I think that's the aspect of HR, the kind of recruiting um, that really has stuck with me. And, and really, is, it's what I enjoy the most. I think that probably is what makes you really good at it. The fact that you, <laughs> get, that you respond so well to somebody else's excitement and their energy. You know, I mean, I think I th- it, thought it was funny when you said that it was cliche that you fell in love with HR. And I think, oh, my goodness, so many mm-hmm. people in the corporate world may think of HR and they're like, OK, that is like to manage up, not necessarily help manage the actual employees. and and. Mm-hmm. And when when you're talking about it, I mean, it's like you're like totally relating to the humans and and <laughs> and, and young people's excitement. I I find that really beautiful. That's really cool. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Gosh. And so now you're doing a full time recruitment. Is that mm-hmm. correct? And yeah. For about yeah. two years. Um. So before this 
this position that I, that I'm in, which is a talent acquisition coordinator, I worked as a full cycle recruiter for uh, a staffing agency here in BC. And it's kind of interesting how that came about. You know, um, before we moved to DC, I actually lived in Florida in West Palm Beach for about two months. <laughs> okay. So, uh, and this was right after I graduated with my um, bachelor's degree. I was in a long distance relationship with my then boyfriend, now husband, who lived <laughs> in Florida. And I was in Illinois. So I, you know, said to myself, I can't do this anymore. This long distance is very difficult to maintain. Mm -hmm. So after I got my degree, I packed up, I flew down to Florida, and I lived with my boyfriend at the time. And it was about a maybe three, two or three months where I was just job searching, you know, and on the job hunt. And it was so difficult for me to find a job. And I actually, looking back now, I wish I wasn't so picky. I had a little bit of an ego. Being a recent grad, I, I really wanted a specific type of human, you know, entry-level human resources coordinator position and um, kind of painted myself in a corner Mm -hmm. And so my husband actually got a promotion to move up to DC, which is what brought me here. So I went to, I started signing up with different staffing agencies because I decided I needed all the help I could get. <laughs> it wasn't mm -hmm. as easy as I thought it was going to be, you know, to get a job. So um, I went to one in particular, I interviewed with them and they said, hey, you know, you have this HR background. It seems like you're interested in human resources. Why don't you work as a recruiter for us? And I went, my eyes lit up. I went, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, absolutely, I'll do that. So I started to work as a, as a full cycle recruiter with them and was there, oh, almost two years. I think it was like a year and nine months. Mm -hmm. and, and that came to an end Let's see. That was December of last year, which seems like so long ago, considering how this year is going. But um, and so and then I uh, I started applying to other positions and finally heard back from this talent acquisition coordinator position. And I've been here since May. Wow. Good for you. You got hired in the midst of all of this. I know. I feel very lucky. Um, and especially I, I work remote, you know, and so I'm not very, the, the COVID hasn't really affected me in that way. And I, and I really am thankful for that because I hear about so many, you know, as a recruiter, I'm speaking to candidates all the time and I'm asking them, you know, how their recent positions came to an end or why they're out, out on the job market. And a lot of the reasons that I'm hearing or the responses that I'm hearing are we were, you know, laid off due to yeah. COVID. And it's just, it's really heartbreaking. But if I'm able to help them somewhat, you know, in their neck to get their next work opportunity, it, it it's so fulfilling. I think that's really inspiring. And I think that people listening will be inspired too, that, you know, that yes, there is some work out there that people are hiring. Um, yes. And that you uh, mentioned that you wish you hadn't been so picky. 
um, when you were looking in Florida. And it's interesting. I mean, I applaud your kind of just self, you know, realization. But then it mm-hmm. doesn't. What it also though is it didn't. It didn't like take you off your path. It just opened you up. It sounds like to kind of a broader opportunity within the same the same general direction that you wanted to go. Is that fair to say? Yes, absolutely. That's actually a really great way of, of putting it. And and I think at the time I was really beating myself up about it. I, you know, I kept thinking, oh, this is a major setback. You know, how am I ever going to start this career in human resources? Um, what am I going to do? And, and, you know, a month passes by and then two months pass by and, and I'm not getting a job and I'm really just hard on myself. So when we moved up to D.C., I was so happy because, you know, A, the job market is it's a little better up here, you know, for the younger to mid-level professionals. So um, I was really excited and I just, you know, I used every resource that I could. I signed up with staffing agencies. I spoke to different people. I worked on my resume some more. I did some more reevaluating, you know, and kind of self-reflecting. And I took that time and um, and I really used it to kind of better myself and just to change my, my my mindset a little. So when I went to the staffing agency, you know, for, to interview with them, I was I just knew it was the right thing for me to take on that position. I, it felt like it was um, fate a little bit. <laughs> oh, good for you! I mean, good for you for taking the time and to work on your work on yourself and to use the time wisely and to like polish things up. It sounds like, um, mm-hmm. and, and it sounds like you went in there with like an, an open mind and, and if I'm hearing correctly with some confidence and that then it just like, it's like, okay, yeah. it, it opened up, which I think is really cool. Yeah. It took some time. I was definitely not confident in the beginning, but <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's still something I think I, I tend to struggle with is that kind of self-confidence. But as I grow in my career, as I uh, I get even get to know myself a little bit better, I realize that, you know, there is a lot that I can bring to the table and I'm always really willing to learn and I'm always wanting to grow. And I think that's so important for everybody. Absolutely. I would totally agree. And, and would you say that that in itself is something that you're really proud of. The question I have for you is what, what are you most proud of in your career so far? Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm most proud of all of the different people I've kind of helped in finding a job. Oh, great. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably the something I'm most proud of. I love meeting candidates from all different walks of life, getting to know them on a professional and even at times a personal level, and then guiding them to their potential next work opportunity. Um, I think even, you know, being a first generation immigrant and having to sort of, you know, pave my own way, kind of learn from, from the ground up, you know, I didn't have a lot of mentors, there wasn't really a lot of people for me to go to. Um, I feel that I'm able to really connect with candidates on a deeper level, you know, as a result of my own, you know, the way that I was brought up. That's really insightful. And 
again, I'm sure that your candidates love working with you. Um, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, I think it's really great that 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 you're you know what you're proud of is a part of helping others, and I mean that makes you really just a special person. Thank you. You're welcome. And do you have any idea, like, what's next? What's your what's your career? Um, trajectory look like or in your, you know, in your goals or your wildest dreams even? Yeah. Um, well, you know, I'm currently studying to take my Society of, Society of Human Resources Management Certification test in the winter. So I'm keeping my fingers and toes very crossed for that. <laughs> um, I'm excited to continue to grow with the company I'm currently working at. I absolutely love my supervisor. She's she's kind of taken me under her wing and has been a mentor. So I'm really looking forward to growing with her. And then also just figuring out how to balance all of that with with being a first-time mom. I my husband and I are expecting our our first boy in late November. So I'm very excited to kind of see what that next chapter will will look like with, with all those different balls in the air. <laughs> oh my God, congratulations. I didn't know that. Thank you. That's amazing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. oh well that's a that's a really big next step. That's really cool. And now you said it's your first boy. Is this your first child? It is. That's your child, and it's a when you already know it's a boy. Oh, congratulations! Thank you. We're we're excited. We're nervous, but we're excited. <laughs> yeah. Well, you wouldn't be normal if you weren't nervous. <laughs> but I'm sure yeah. that you're going to do great things. It is just your energy is infectious, and it has been a total pleasure to interview you today. And just want to ask you: is there is there anything that you would like to close with, or that you would like for our listeners to know? You know, I so appreciate everything you've said, Cameron. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure to get to know you as well and chat with you. And, you know, I guess if there is something I can close out with, it's just that remember, it's important for everyone to remember that we are able to do what we want to do and just to open ourselves up, open our minds, learn new things, and just be positive. You know, there's so much negativity out there already. But be positive, be confident in ourselves, and really um, take the opportunity or the time if possible to learn a little bit about ourselves and, and grow. Thanks for being here for the CoLab podcast. Every week, a new career story. Follow us on Instagram and all social media channels at Join the CoLab or Kher Consulting. And join us so you can record your own story.